Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DAs. And as always, thank you so much wherever you find your podcasts. We appreciate you spending some time with us today. And certainly, make sure you're subscribed to us. Make sure you give us those ratings if you like what we're bringing to you. And I think you're going to like what we're bringing to you today because we're going to talk about a topic that I have heard a lot about as I travel around and talk to dental assistants all over the country. And I'm going to bring in an expert on this subject, somebody uh, who's in dental practices all the time, talking to dentists, office managers about the subject of job descriptions, and that is the Dentrix <laughs> Trainer of the Year, Dana Johnson. Hey. <laughs> You're so funny. You know. Thank you. Thanks for walking up the stairs, you know, Absolutely. so we can, you know, plug in the computer and do some podcasting together. You know, I am lucky that not only am I married to my best friend, but I'm also married to someone who is a dental consultant who is out there in the industry all the time. She works with dental assistants whenever it comes to software, whenever it comes to productivity, but you work with everybody in the practice as well. Yes. And and I know that one thing that is a big thing right now is yep. obviously the hiring uh, issues that are going on out there. Yes. And let's talk job descriptions. Okay. Because yeah. whenever a dental assistant comes into a practice for the first time, should he or she expect some kind of this is what is expected of you in, in black and white? Not only the dental assistant, but everyone should. Okay. Uh, you know, it's interesting that I ask this question to my docs all the time. You know, it's like, okay, let's talk about the primary role. Let's talk about the job descriptions that you've laid out for your team, including the dental assistants. And, you know, and, and she'll say something like, well, you know, everybody just does everything. And, you know, it's like, well, if everyone does everything, then really nothing gets done. Right. And she's like, well, yeah, kind of, you know, it yeah. seems like, um, you know, it seems like team members, they come in to work every day and they're like, well, I just do whatever. I just do whatever needs to get done so yep. that we get everything done by the end of the day. And then I and then I asked them a question. Well, let me ask me, how do you feel at the end of the day? Do you feel like you got everything done or do you feel like like you accomplished anything? And, and most people will say, no, I feel like I'm scattered. Like I never got anything done today. I was just running around like a chicken with their head cut off all day. Yeah. And and I think whenever everybody does everything, then that leads to, well, that's not my job, right? <laughs> Doesn't that, isn't that a big problem? That's true too. You know, you feel like if you do everything or you just do whatever needs to be done, then you really don't have a clear pathway of what are, what's my role in this practice? You know, you don't feel like you have any ownership towards anything, right. you know, you don't feel like, like you've really accomplished anything because you don't have any ownership or you don't know what your role is. And, and that's where I really want teams to identify and write it down. You know, what, what is the primary roles in your office? And then, so this primary role, if you're a dental assistant, you know, of course your primary role is dental assisting, you know, that entails, you know, sitting down chair side with your doctor, uh, you know, keeping the room stocked, keeping the ordering done, uh, you know, that's your primary role is to manage the clinical side of the practice. But what I find also is a lot of dental assistants are cross-trained. And, you know, so your primary role is dental assisting chair side with your doctor. 
But then what's your secondary role? You know, so in my own, I'll use my own office as an example, um, when I was in a practice, you know, the secondary role for our dental assistants was that if they, if our phone rang four times, then the dental assistant had to pick up the phone uh, because the phone, we made sure that the phone rang in the back. Now this may not work for your practice, but this is just an example of what we did. And so our dental assistants were cross-trained on not only how to answer the phone, but also to triage what that phone call was about. And, and that was spelled out in their job description, that that was their secondary role in the practice, which more than likely isn't some kind of an administrative role. Okay, I'm really glad you said cross-training because that's exactly where I was going to go next. Yeah. Because obviously that's going to make the job description a little bit longer. Yes. But I think it's really important for these dental assistants that are bouncing between the back and the front or maybe who want to transition to the front mm -hmm. to really know what is expected of them whenever they're at the front. Exactly, exactly. You know, because it could be that you are a dental assistant uh, primarily, you work in the in the back uh, however you know the admin team may be short-staffed right now you may have to jump in and work a couple hours a week or a couple hours a day in, at the front desk and you know so then we have to think about okay well what are these tasks that would kind of round out this secondary role for you you know so if you're an assistant and your secondary role is now going to be maybe helping to fill the schedule maybe you help to fill the doctor's schedule, let's narrow it down just a little bit more, is you help fill your doctor's schedule. And so then what are those tasks that are involved with helping to fill the doctor's schedule? You know, are you confirming as well as following up with unscheduled treatment? And so it's really important that when you go up to the front desk that you're just like, okay, here I am, you know, tell me what I need to do. Right. You know, it's really spelled out in a very clear way that when you go up to the front desk and now you're working at the front desk, what is your role there? And that makes it really clear for everybody. And then you don't have to, you know, kind of just guess as what you need to yeah. do. It's already spelled out. You've already had that cross training onboarding with how to fill your doctor's schedule. You know, one thing I've seen in a lot of job descriptions is those dreaded words, other duties as assigned oh. or something like that. That's yeah. kind of a catch all. Yeah. Should, should something like that be in there just to cover the, the doctor's rear end or should the dental assistants really say it's gotta be specific exactly. And if it doesn't fall on that job description, then what? Well, I think the other duties, a sign is probably like at the tail end of the job description sure. because that's going to be for everyone. You know, like everyone should know how to, you know, take out the garbage or maybe back up the, make sure the computer's backed up or, you know, um, you know, whatever that might, those, those weird things might be stocking the coffee at the front desk or whatever that yeah. might be. Um, that's going to be like at the tail end of the job of every job description. Everybody should, should be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, I always look at it as you have a primary and a secondary role. And that way you really can master those two ideal job descriptions in your practice. This is the, these are the two roles that you really excel at. You know, I like to think of people's superpowers, you know, yeah. like what do you, what brings you the most joy? What are you most productive at? You know, what do you bring to the office that is, 
you know, highly skilled and, and it makes you happy. And when you're happy at what you're doing, you're much more productive, you know, than, you, than you would be if you were doing a job that, that you hate. All right. So here's the million dollar question. There's a lot of dental assistants that are listening to this that have been in a practice forever. There's no job description. Yeah. They're just kind of going with it. Right. Should there be a Abs job description? Absolutely. A hundred percent. And how do you bring up that conversation? I think I would bring it up like, hopefully in your practice, you're doing performance evaluations mm -hmm. on an annual basis. I know you talk about I, this a lot. I'm a big fan of those. Absolutely. Yeah. You talk about this a lot, not only in your podcast, but when you're on stage with talking at big meetings, uh, you talk a lot about performance evaluations and this is your opportunity to talk to your doctor or the leader of the practice about this is what brings me the most joy in my practice. Like you, you say a lot, I want to do more oral surgery or yeah. I want to do more, you know, <laughs> orthodontics or whatever yeah. it might be, no, you know? True. So this is the, the time and place where you get to talk to your doctor about about what you want to do more of in the practice, or what do you feel could make the practice uh, a better place to work? And so one thing that you could say is, I really would like to see some more structured um, outlines of what our role is in the practice. What do you expect out of me? What is your, and like, what's the outcome that you want from my, my role here, my job here at your, at your practice okay. and spell that out. And, you know, the doctor may say, okay, J Jane, you know, I'm tasking you with this, with this, you know, task of outlining your job description. And maybe, maybe then you talk about that in a, in a team meeting or it, it just needs to go from there. But I think the first place to do is to talk with your doctor about it. And I think job descriptions are so important today because if, if there's not one in your practice and a dental assistant wants to kind of create one for himself or herself, then that's going to kind of be the blueprint whenever that dental assistant leaves, mm -hmm. retires, whatever yes. for that next person. Coming yeah. In. Yeah. We really need to have the, a better onboarding process. And, you know, because I think what's happening, I see this every single day, every single week I'm in another practice is you hire a new team member and you throw them out to the sharks. Yeah. I mean, you throw them off the diving board without any swimming lessons and, you know, they don't know what to do and, and then they fail and you wonder why they fail, yep. you know, That's so true. you really have to have an onboarding process. Like what steps do, does this new team member take so that they get a comf they get comfortable with not only your systems and processes, but also your verbal skills when you talk to a, to a patient, because, you know, you may have hired a dental assistant from, um, you know, a, uh, a, a group practice or some kind of a HMO practice that talks to patients a lot different than your, you know, fee for service, high end dentistry practice, you know? So it's not only about the systems and processes, but it's also how do you want this person to talk to patients? And that, so that onboarding them is so important. So I think that it's important for the assistants to know that it's kind of going to be upon them. If there isn't a job description already in place, or even if there is, 
to really make sure it's honed in. So it's going to take a little bit of work on their part and some communication too to say, yes. hey, doc, we need this. Yes, absolutely. And I wouldn't go in and say, you know, at my old practice. Oh, yeah. You know, no. <laughs> I know we, you talk about that know, too. Yeah, we know those words. Yeah. yeah, we don't ever want to go in and say, you know, we did, we did it this way at my old office. You know, don't go in that way. Go in with something like, you know what would help me be a much more productive uh, member of this team would be to have dot, 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 uh -huh. you know? So I think you want to approach it that way. And you know, I always, I always hammer home the fact that dental practice should be run like a business. And I think every employee in a business should know what his or her tasks are. So this seems like a one-on-one thing, and yet we see so often it's just not in a lot of practices. It's not. It's not. It's, uh, I think that it's just one of those things that nobody wants to do. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, we do dentistry all day, and it's like, well, yes, but you're also a business, and, you know, so nobody wants to, you know, write up job descriptions. You know, if you if you need help with job descriptions, I have lots of samples. You know, there you go. I would love to send you some sample job descriptions. It's it's not that hard. It's just that nobody wants to do it. And then uh, it just gets brushed under the rug. Well, it's always nice to have a blueprint. It's always nice to have a contact for somebody who's already got that blueprint. So let our listeners know, how do they get a hold of you if they want to uh, pick your brain about job description or get some of those templates. Yeah, yeah. So the easiest way to get a hold of me first off is just to e send me an email. And then we'll kind of initiate the conversation from there. Uh, Dana, Dana with a Y, D-A-Y-N-A, at Novone, N-O-V-O-N-E-E dot com. Absolutely. And if you need to know another way to get a hold of Dana, certainly you can reach out to us through the Ignite Dental Assistance Instagram page. Uh, My Navoni is on Instagram yep. as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to follow that, so there's a way to get a hold of Dana there as well. So good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much. I appreciate you being upstairs whenever I came upstairs. So thanks for that. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> and thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast. The biggest goal that we have is to make sure that your day is easier, you have a better career, and so we bring in experts from around the industry to help in that process as well. So, hey, if there's something you'd like for us to talk about at, uh, on a different episode of the DA Nation podcast, reach out to us through the Instagram, uh, Ignite Dental Assistance, all one word, and we'll be glad to get back to you. But until next time, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off, and as always reminding you that, yes, together we rise. <laughs>